Hey everybody, how you doing? Here we are again for our episode of Bring the Smoke. You know, we always cutting the edge, talking about cutting the edge ministry, and I have here Bishop Millicent Hunter. I'm sorry, ladies, my favorite female bishop of all times. I apologize. So I'm saying it on camera so you know I'm telling the truth. So I don't know if he's gonna edit it or not, because he might not want it to go out. But I'm telling you, my <laughs> favorite bishop is in the house, Bishop Millicent Hunter. Hey, mm. can you just let them know who you are? I mean, I know who you are, but nobody can say it how you say it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am delighted to be here in your beautiful city. I'm the senior pastor of the Baptist Worship Center Church in Philadelphia and the presiding prelate of the Worship Center Worldwide Fellowship of Churches, where we have churches in different places in Africa, and the ministry's been active for 25 plus years now. Just glad to be here. Wow, 25 plus years. Let me ask you this. I'm going to just go straight to this because... You know, in the Baptist tradition, you know, you know how we do, I don't know if we still do it, but how we used to do it. And some of them probably still do on the Southern Baptist side. I don't know. How how were you able to get to the level of success that you are as a female, African-American female in ministry? Well, I tell you, to be honest, um, I was very clear from the very beginning, uh, very clear about God's purpose and God's assignment on my life. And I've always um, felt and known that when God has called you to do something, God also equips you to do what you have to do, opens doors, makes ways and opportunities. So I, I, didn't, I didn't have to fight through this, actually. This is an assignment. Wow. And I knew from day one, because the assignment was from God and not something I figured out in my own mind, God had a path for me. All I had to do is be faithful and obedient and follow that path. Wow. And let me tell you, <laughs> I can attest. I know it doesn't matter if I can attest to it or not, but I definitely know your call, the impact you had on me, because I even was talking to Dr. Pratt before you got here. A few years ago, I know it was before 2018, because we moved to 2018. Mm -hmm. My church, we were in a capital campaign. You had mm -hmm. came to speak at our other location at, mm -hmm. on Tabs Lane. Mm -hmm. And we were planning on building. And I ended up taking you all to the airport. This time Newport News, because Newport News had direct flights to instead of the what they do now. <laughs> we need to get it better, Newport News. You know, we need to get some more direct flights into Newport News, just throwing it out there. But anyway, I was I I, I drove you somewhere and you said, No, you're not gonna be over here. God don't want you back here hmm. in the neighborhood anymore. He's gonna put you on the front street. You said it's not gonna be a storefront but it's gonna be on the main street. You told me just like that, like, like, I mean, I mean, just like you heard from God. And then, and then here we are, I was, in a, I was in a church conference, a church meeting, for y'all that don't know that, this is Baptist church meetings. Mm -hmm. And we was planning on building and God said, tell them y'all not building. I said, we're not building, we're gonna find a building mm -hmm. and we're gonna, we're gonna um, and it just it hit me just like that because you had already gave me the, um, the word and then the confirmation came from God to me. What's so, what, what's so funny is we always say, a lot of people say, when somebody give you an anointed word, it'll always be confirmation. But I hadn't received the word until you told me the word and then the confirmation came when I was in the middle of a church conference. And then I said, you know what? We're not gonna build, we're gonna find a building and that was the word you gave me. Like, how do you have such confidence to know that you just knew you heard from God to tell me that? Or what, what do you hear when you tell people? You know, and I know you've probably had this experience. 
there are times when God just uses us and it's not that you you get um, an unction the night before or that earlier that day. But I just feel like when your heart is just open to the Lord at all times, God will use you in such unusual ways because I'd never met you. I didn't know the story and I... <laughs> a little bit remember the conversation yeah. actually, but I just feel that that was God's opportunity to use me to speak into your life. Yes. And thank God you heard the spirit of the Lord that God was speaking through me that I was obedient enough to boldly speak that word and you were obedient enough to follow yes. what the Lord was saying in your life. Because I, I mean, you know, and when you say bold enough, <laughs> <laughs> I had to be bold because you know church folk. Oh, they yeah. wanted to stay right there. Oh, and what's so what's so funny, uh, Bishop? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in a meeting. The but the building we, that we were going to build was mm -hmm. going to cost 8.5 million to build a 26,000 square foot building. Right? We sitting on uh, six acres now, which we had enough acres on where we are too to build. Mm -hmm. We sitting on six acres. We bought a six-acre complex, three mm -hmm. different buildings. Oh, All the buildings together mm -hmm. equate to forty over forty-six thousand square feet, right? For three Look million, eight point five million would have been twenty-six thousand square feet. And, but three buildings for over forty-six thousand square feet, enough mm -hmm. classrooms, big classroom for Sunday school, three million. And you know what they said in the meeting? Sorry, I got to tell the true history. They said, "How are we gonna find the money?" Like. If we can find the money, right, for 8.5 million, yeah. of course we can find 3 million. Where's yeah. the math? Because yeah. so many people yeah. get caught up on yes. what they want to be yes. because they see it and they're not flexible enough mm -hmm. to change direction. So yeah. what do you tell the person? I mean, how how do you become flexible? Because I know when you said bold, I had to be bold. Well, I, mm -hmm. My name was Mud for a long time <laughs> with that one. And some people, <laughs> some people didn't cross over the River Jordan mm -hmm. and go with us. Mm -hmm. And then some people... After we crossed over, they ended up coming later. Uh -huh. And, you know, they act like they've been there the whole time. Oh, yeah. And I just let them act, mm -hmm. you know. But well, you know, as pastors, we've, um, I know I have certainly had a, such a similar experience. And, you know, God speaks to the leader. God spoke to Moses, not all those 2.5 million people that, you know, had to obey uh, what the Lord spoke to Moses, like we got to get out of Egypt. So when I had that experience early in ministry, because, you know, I started my church with like five people in my living room and we were comfortable in a section of Philadelphia. And when the Lord spoke to my heart to move to a different area of the city that I'd never been to. Those folks said, you know, we just love you, new pastor, but we are not going all the way up there because that's too far. Wow. The Lord spoke to my heart and said, you go and the few that go with you, fine. Little did I know God had a waiting congregation up in the northeast area of Philadelphia that caused my congregation to explode in like two years. Wow. You know, we outgrew the building we bought, then we moved to a shopping center where we are now. And, you know, God does unusual things like that to build our faith. 
Because there are times when you say, you know, God, I'm going to follow you, but you, you sure give me a map. <laughs> you know, if you give me a map, you know, yeah. in the midnight hour, uh, I'll go. And God said, that's not what faith is. You know, it is stepping out and trusting God that when your foot lands on the ground, you're going to be in the right place and the right space. Wow. So that those experiences, they make you a better pastor, doesn't yes, it? Yes. Makes wow. you a better preacher. Yes. Yeah. It gives you a boldness yes. that you couldn't get from a book. Yes. Yeah. And what what I what I heard in there, first of all, I mean, it's just like when God told Abram, just go to a land, I'll show you. Yes, you don't even yes. know where you're going. You have to feel and grope your way through yeah, it. Yeah, that's scary. But what really has me is you were willing yeah. to let people go. Yeah, that's Because some people can't go anywhere because they won't let people go. Yeah. And I, I say this all the time. You can't multiply two, four, and three, six until you reduce it down to its least common denomination. Mm -hmm. Denominator, then you can <laughs> multiply. So sometimes God has to reduce us yes. before he multiplies us. And a lot of pastors not willing to lose one member. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's what made you, I mean, I know you heard God, but what mm -hmm. gives you, because you said you started with five people in the living room. So I don't know how many people you, you had when you left. But I mean, wow, what, just tell somebody how they feel that, because some pastors, you know, they worried about getting voted out. They worried about, they worried about so many different things that mm -hmm. go on mm -hmm. um, with people's opinions. You know, I know Saul, God, you know, Saul, when he made the sacrifice, he said, the people told me and God got mad. How, how do you, t what do you tell that pastor that, has to make a decision and the congregation or the trustees or the mm -hmm. deacons or the ministers or the lady with the big old hats mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. don't agree with what they're doing. Well, I'll say this, two things. A lot of challenges I didn't have because I, I'm the founder of my church. So, you Ooh. know, we don't even <laughs> had church meetings and the deacons and I've just never had those challenges ever. But this is something I knew from day one there are groups of people that God will assign to you, that mm. God assigns to you, that are there to help you lay the foundation. Mm. And sometimes the group that is there to help lay the foundation, they're not the people that are supposed to help to put the walls in the structure. Wow. You know, like I, I think of a wonderful example of building a house. The people who dig the hole to lay the concrete foundation for your home are different. That's a whole different group of people that put the roof on the house. I know, right? And you got Thank to you, be man. able. Thank you, man. I want to get excited you know, with you. know, she's so she's so sophisticated. I ain't know. I ain't know if I can scream or not. Thank you, brother. Go ahead. I didn't want to say hallelujah too. <laughs> but that's true. You would never tell the people who are going to lay the floor and the carpet, can yes. you put the roof on the building? Because that's not their assignment. That's not, not their skill. And they, that group is not assigned to do that work. So I, whenever I, and I've had for years, oh yes, Lord, people say, you know, the Lord spoke to my heart and told me it's time to move on. You know what I do? Oh, I, I love them. And I walk them to the parking lot. <laughs> oh, I do. Can I call an Uber? I'm not trying to be mean. Please, really, I've, I've never had to hold on to people oh my because, you know, you can be holding on to a devil. I'm sorry. Ooh. So I've never begged people, please stay. Oh, you could. You know, sometimes you have people who think you don't do what I want you to do. I'll leave this church because I'm the biggest tither here. Oh, no, no, no. For everyone that. The Lord spoke to me early for everyone that leaves, they're making room for the 10 that I will send yes. you. And I have seen God do that every single time. So I've never, 
um, stressed over anyone leaving because, you know, every church has a slight revolving door. There are yeah. people who just make the rounds right. of church. You know, they go where there's good music, good air conditioning, you know, the hot spot in the city, or et cetera, et cetera. There are groups of people that are, you know, members of five churches in five years. Mm -hmm. So when you get your turn, when they have a, you know, a dream or something at night and the Lord tells them, they say the Lord told me I'm supposed to leave, you don't hold on to them. Wow. People have to be where they feel God wants them to be. Yes. So I've never held on to someone like that because you don't always know what you're trying to hold on to. Wow. And see, some people think they're the pillars of the community. Yes. You know what pillars do? They hold stuff up. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's catch that true. play on that word. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, they that's hold true. stuff up and they yeah. think that they so important. When we we had a group of twenty, they said they last tithe when we became incorporated because mm -hmm. I didn't want because you know when you're not incorporated, the loan is on you and other people's names. Mm -hmm. I didn't want the loan on my name. Like mm -hmm. you know, when I first got here, y'all had me on a year probation, so I definitely don't want oh. my name on a loan. Uh -huh. And so here in Virginia. Mm -hmm. It was illegal to have churches incorporated until like the last 20 years when oh. Jerry Falwell, the founder of um, Liberty University, he sued the state of Virginia to allow churches to be incorporated. Because if you're not incorporated, you got to go before the judge to let them tell you what you can buy. And so how can I own a cattle on a thousand hills that oh. the government telling me how to buy? You have to go through that. So that's why the congregation has so much power. I see. Because... You have to go before the judge and everything, so all the congregation has to say certain. You have to say yes and amen. Exactly. And so you can't lead like that when it's not incorporated. So when we came incorporated. Mm -hmm. Twenty of the top tithers got mad, sent us a last tithe, and left. And God, our tithing went up by like twenty five percent when they left. Other people just came in and started giving, like Look you said. You have to be willing yeah. to 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 let it go. I mean, if you keep eating and eating and eating and don't release. I'm just, I know I get too vulgar sometimes, but you, you, you're going to have to let some people go. So, oh my God, for you to just say that, I, you released me with this because mm. so many people got mad at me because when, when I, when we first got here, we went from 300 members to like 1200 members in like a year. Mm -hmm. it, it grew. Mm -hmm. And this one deacon came to me and you know what he told me? He said, I'm leaving because the church growing too fast and too many people getting saved. And so people ask me, what did I say to him? I'm like, I said, bye. What else could I say? Yeah. What and so I people were mad at me for years for that. Hmm. But you heard it from Bishop Millicent Hunter. <laughs> Can I call you an Uber? <laughs> 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 ah, so thank you. You freed me on that one. So I'm sure somebody going to hear this and they're they going to see because they, they, they would probably respect you a little more than they respect me. And they're going to be like, okay, Pastor, I, I think you did the right thing. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about your book because you have so many books. And I bought a couple of your books when you were preaching in in Maryland for some for some uh some of my female ministers that I knew, mm -hmm. you know, needed to 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 have that particular word view. I, I mm -hmm. can't remember the name of the books, but I see you have another one. Yes. Get out of here. Tell them about your book cuz I mean, your writings are so powerful. And they 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 are so they are so anointed and in fact, people um the young one of the young ladies I I I got a book from. I'm sure they're going to be there today mm -hmm. and, and seeing this. Cause I didn't see this one when I was. Was this one already out? No, this just came hot off the press. Hot off the press. Yes. Tell them about this mm -hmm. book. This book is entitled. Well, well, I think first it would be best for me to tell you what it's about. Okay. You know, um, everything has shifted and we're in a 
period of transition, when COVID-19 hit the world, especially the church world, mm. everything was turned upside down and inside out. And um, it impacted the body of Christ in ways that we're still finding out. And when everything shifted, I thought to myself, God's word says God causes all things to work together for the good of them that, and this is what is most important, those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So I just said, Lord, I know some good's gonna come out of this pandemic. <laughs> and this is one of the things that came out of that pandemic when everything shifted. The title of the book is Shift Happens. And I help people to learn how to find value in adversity by understanding that problems have purpose and therefore nothing happens to you, but everything happens for you. And if you can look at a problem from a different perspective and instead of whining and crying, why is this happening to me? If you ask the question, what can I learn from this and how can I grow? Then you look back and see that challenges, struggles, crises, they shaped you and cause you to be who you are. Look at some of the struggles and challenges that you've been talking about for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> you can look back on those um, times and say, like David said, it was good that I was afflicted mm -hmm. because it made me pay attention to God's laws. And that's how Paul could say, I glory in my afflictions and in my suffering because it shapes you. It builds perseverance, endurance, strength, resilience makes you a better pastor, yeah. a better preacher, a yes. better person. So when everything shifts in your life, I teach people how to appreciate the adversity that God allows, not causes, but that God allows to happen in our life because God's always about building faith and building relationship. That's always God's goal. Wow, and if you wanna order this book, just check mm -hmm. out the screen at the bottom and all of her information is right mm -hmm. there. Just look down, right? And make sure that you order this book. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, she has other books you can order. Just go to the website, her website, and I mm -hmm. promise you, you will be blessed. And it, it's no sense of me having somebody with this great who, you know, I'm going to have about a million viewers because she on here. So let me go on and plug my book, too. <laughs> hey, I understand what you say with the struggles because this book came out of my struggles with mm -hmm. leadership as mm -hmm. a pastor. As a young pastor coming to a city, not my own, first time pastoring. When I, when I was interviewing, they had our five pictures on the wall. And under experience, they had five years of this person, two years of this person. And you know, in mine, they had none. Capital, look, look, they could have just capitalized the N, right? No, they had capital N, capital O, capital N, capital E, like none, like no experience, which prompted me to go ahead and build a website so they could go to my website and I could show them I'm a principal. I mean, I, I, my friend Tammy White put a website together in a day mm -hmm. to make sure that we were able to draw people there so they could see my leadership as a principal mm -hmm. and things of that nature. Because oh. when I tell you, I walked mm -hmm. by the wall and said, none. You can see none bigger than my picture. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than any other thing on there, none. And so I wrote a book too, but she wrote it so many. But I just got to go ahead and capitalize on having her on my show. <laughs> <laughs> leadership. Uh, growth, the power, and the pain. Leadership, mm -hmm. growth, the power, and the pain. I'm telling you, is a is a book that'll bless you. 
maybe not as much as her book will bless you, but I promise you it will bless you because so many people have, I've seen pass it when I was in Richmond the other day and telling me how, how it blessed them. But to be on here with Dr. Millicent Hunter, apparently God has favored me. I mean, she's going to be here today. I don't, I don't know when it's going to air, but she's with us. If you don't see it tonight, catch the replay. Mm. She's here for our March Gospel Madness. And first of all, thank you, Dr. Pratt. I had to give you a shout out because she has to go to what, North Carolina tomorrow? Yes, she has tomorrow. to go to North Carolina tomorrow. And here again, Newport News, we need some more airports. So we're going to drive over there to make sure she get there on time because we don't have any direct flights going out in time enough to get her where she's going. So you understand? And that's all she asked me to do. Thank you so much because I wanted her to be here. You know, some people you got to understand when you have an opportunity. And, and so all the other days, I said, I want Bishop Middleton Hunter. So it's my birthday today. But I'm like, my mom was like, why are you doing it? I'm like, it's Bishop Millicent Hunter. What you think? If she <laughs> says she can come, I don't care what day it is. We're going to make sure we bring her here because you are so powerful. Thank you so much for your anointed prophetic word that spoke us to where we are, that spoke us to the, because so many people, some people just, we never had like people that walked in unless they saw us on the internet. Mm -hmm. So now some people may just drive and just come by. In fact, in the pandemic, mm -hmm. Our church grew when other churches might have been decreasing because we had drive-in church. Yes. So and so did. people saw it on the main street. Then we started yeah. having drive-in movies. People yes. would come there. So we had a great time. And mm. thank you for the word because I probably ain't going to probably, if you didn't give me that word, I don't, I don't even know if the shift would have happened because I was so mm. engrossed because they were wanting to build before I got there. Mm. They had a building oh. fund for three, four years, exactly. five years before I even got there. And they wanted me to start building once I arrived. And I said, no. First of all, I'm on a year probation. I don't want to start anything, and then mm. y'all vote me out. Mm. So, and you started something that I can't finish. So let's just wait and let me get mm -hmm. to know everybody first. And it took us, I guess, about seven more years before we moved because some of the people had to get weeded out um, before God sent the increase. Oh, I mean, he did, he did send us the increase, but other people needed to be moved before mm. we went into that because they kept sabotaging certain things. And one thing, you know what I Jeremy. realized about Paul? Mm. I used to think when Paul said, I struggle every time I try to do right, yes. some make me do wrong. I mm -hmm. thought he was just talking about the flesh, but mm -hmm. I realized Paul also was dealing with being a Jew yeah, because true. his Jewish custom was he's called to the Gentile. Yes. Every time I try to do what I'm supposed to do, something rides up in me like Peter or other people trying to make me be traditional. Right. God kept telling me, stop mm -hmm. using your deacons for everything. Mm -hmm. But I had come from churches who deacons did everything Pastor everything. Michaela wanted, mm -hmm. everything uh, Dr. Hatney wanted, but they had been to their church for 20 something years. So that's mm -hmm. all I saw. Mm -hmm. And every time I tried to use the deacons, the deacons I have now are awesome. Just let me put that disclaimer out there. 100% uh -huh. do stupendous. Some of them even walk through the situation with me in that time. But God told me I can't use them. But every time mm -hmm. God told me that, I still tried to use them and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. God had me pick people, pick leaders in different categories to lead the capital campaign. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I chose, I think, two deacons and two trustees, and the other mm -hmm. eight people were just lay people in the buildings. Mm -hmm. Do you know not one deacon or one trustee chose another trustee or deacon? I let them choose their own team. Oh. And I asked them, why didn't you choose any of them? They're like, Pastor, I ain't with you. That's why. Oh. And so my thing is, 
when God tells you something, yes, listen. Yes, yes. The same way I obeyed the word yes. when you told me yes. to say we needed to buy instead of build, mm -hmm. it's the same way I should have listened when he spoke directly to me to me. I kept trying to force myself mm -hmm. into dealing with the deacons because that's what I came that's up with. Yeah. So what do you need? My mind. And then a shift happens. Yeah. And you got to learn how to shift. That's this right. book right here That's is going to bless you. Mm -hmm. Because if I couldn't shift to so not true. doing deacon stuff, yes. leading the traditional Baptist way, yes. I never would have been, I never would have got where we are. Yeah. See, first of all, thank you for being so humble because she came to us when we were just a square box church. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> she came, preached the house down. I've been there, look. And we had, you, had you talking how you too. clap on the camera? We clap, you can hear everybody, you can hear a whole clap through the whole <laughs> building. You know what I'm saying? So now when she spoke us, she gonna have a real microphone. She gonna feel at home this time. But anyway, again, shift happens. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. Shift happens it mm -hmm. happens so you got to learn how to go with the flow That's right. you can't be a church person because churches we change every 30 years when mm -hmm. society change every three years mm -hmm. we way behind the curve so whether you go to church or not you need this book because you need to learn how to go with the flow some people still try to operate business the same way in COVID that they did That's before right. COVID That's and right. their businesses went out of business That's right. church people still tried to have an hour and 30, 40, two hour long program when people scared of somebody cough. You better that's get right. in an hour. That's right. You better shift. That's so true. <laughs> you better yes. get them in yes. and out. That's, that's so true. <laughs> now, that's hold on, true. two hours, sit beside somebody like they sweating. Oh <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you true. sneeze, I'm ready to go. You sneeze two times, I gotta go home. You know what I'm saying? So shift happens. Please do not miss purchasing this book, it will bless your life because shift happens no matter what. That's true. I like that play on word because shift is a sound. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It sounds ghetto. So. You got to say it you real know what slow. You got to say it real, real slow. Because if you drop the F, <laughs> <laughs> if you drop the F, you know what I'm saying? You understand? That happens too. So you got to be able to shift. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Bring us back to holding this. Close us out because something's oh. wrong with me. Because this shift happens. Just <laughs> Oh. Bishop got a little gangster in her too. <laughs> just a little oh, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Shift happens. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Maxwell, for having me and happy birthday. Thank and you so uh, much. I really look forward to just being with your congregation and just being in the experience of the great thing that God has done at your church. Amen. I'm going to see the manifestation of the word that God spoke into your spirit that day. So wow, thank you so much. And before we close, how much do they need to pay to get this blessing? Well, how much do they need to sow to get this blessing? Because believe me, this is seed. Like, if I, if I, you know what I'm saying? If I get an apple, I know it's one apple. But if I get a seed, I don't know how many apples that seed gonna produce. This right here is a seed in your life that you need yes. to purchase. How much? What? How much seed it's is it gonna $14.99, and it comes with a money back guarantee. You can't beat that. Fourteen ninety nine. Uh huh. Because people, it's guaranteed to bless you. And if it doesn't bless you, I tell people, feel free to send it back to me, and I give you double for your money. Hey, That's how I know. She gonna give you double. You. Look, now, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm gonna warn you, cause she not. I'm gonna give you the disclaimer from the Lord. Seriously. From the Lord. From the Lord. This from the Lord. This ain't from me. If you buy this book and it bless you, you ask for your money back. 
uh, Ananias is a fire of spirit may fall on you. Seriously, that's true. don't you lie. Yeah, that's true. And then get them because some people will read it, get blessing, then you know, then you're gonna really have to drop that F. <laughs> it's gonna happen to you <laughs> if you lie to the woman of God and ask for your money back. So, we this book will bless you. So, I'm gonna tell you right now, don't ask for your money back because it's definitely gonna bless you. $14.99 to change your life. Amen. See you next time on Bring the Smoke. Thank you.